Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. What's really awesome about the music I get to make is when I just remember where we've been, but remember where we're going. There's this hope and this reality of, hey, right now, even though the world is in such a crazy place, God is faithful and good. He's been faithful. Let's remember that. And then we can remember it for where what tomorrow is going to be, as unknown as it is. And so that's just an amazing thing to get to do that night after night with people. The joy and the beauty of being back out on the road with a real live audience again. We're joined today by five-time Grammy award-winning artist Stephen Curtis Chapman. He's back out on the road and he's enjoying it. And the audience is also enjoying it. They're enjoying it so much that the tour has been extended Today on Connections, Stephen is going to share with us what it's been like to be back out on the road with an audience. He's also going to share with us some of the stories that he's been sharing with his audience. He'll also tell us what's up next for him. In a career that has spanned over 30 years, today's guest is the most awarded artist in Christian music history. We're joined today by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Mr. Stephen Curtis Chapman won't be any stranger to our audiences uh, in music like I think I read over 30 years now, but I'm guessing that probably the last two years have been not like anything you've experienced before. What was it like for you uh, as you were stuck at home and doing things differently? How did you cope with the pandemic? Well, absolutely. It is. uh, So, so to reference your, your first comment, yeah, over 30 years, actually, this is uh, 35 years this year um, from the release of my first record and when I first set out uh, on the road in my I don't know what it was I think about a 1979 Dodge van that my dad helped me convert uh, into a my first tour bus which meant we put you know paneling uh, wood paneling on the walls inside the van and and that was my my first tour bus to um, you know all these years later and it was the first time in all of those years, the last couple of years, yeah, that, um, that you know, going and doing concerts was not even an option, um, you know, because of gathering in large groups and, and the pandemic. Um, we found a way, myself, my buddy, Michael W. Smith and Matt Powell, uh, two very dear friends of mine who I've toured with over the years, sort of got our heads together and said, is there some way? And uh, someone had been cooking up this idea of going into drive-in theaters, you know, where you could set up a stage and people oh, yeah. stay in their car, you know, and, and, or have their little pods of, you know, they set out their chairs or whatever, but everybody kind of sat in their own little spaces. And, um, and that worked out pretty awesome. I mean, it was great just to get back. I, you know, the, there's that, that it's a saying that Amy Grant sang in a song it was actually an old Joni Mitchell song you know, uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone, you know? And yes. <laughs> I think for, for us, you know, to have done pretty freely, you know, be able to go, whether it's a, you know, fellowship hall at a church or a youth room uh, in the early days to, you know, an, an arena somewhere or a theater or churches or whatever, you know, to just have the freedom to go, hey, let's, let's go do some concerts and play music to suddenly have that removed from your experience and, and, you know, that opportunity not be there um, to, to get back on stage. I think for me, I know it's like, Hey, drive in theater, wherever it is, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's just so good to be 
with people and to get to have that opportunity to have the conversations that I love to have that music has afforded me all these years. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was really, uh, it was difficult. You know, I mean, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, is this even going to come back ever? I mean, you know, we don't know. And there's still an unknown of, you know, we're in this time where it's looking like this, but you're always kind of waiting for in the back, you know, what, what's that, you know, is that another variant coming on, you know, or whatever, <laughs> but, but it's all an act of faith. And, and really it also for, you know, for me and for all of us who, you know, believe God is ultimately on the throne and in control of all of it is just one big opportunity to just trust him more and say, God, you know, you've always, it's always been in your hands. And so we just got to trust you more with this um, than ever before. And uh, so it's been good while it's been challenging, um, but really thankful to be back at it and back on the road. Didn't have those conversations again, face to face with people instead of it all being virtual, which I'm thankful for virtual right now, but I was really glad to be with real people. And now you are back on a tour, like you just said, with actual people in the audience. What has that been like? Obviously, it's been well received because you've extended your tour. Tell us just a little bit about that and getting back out there. Yeah, well, it has. uh, It's been. I think you know, as I said earlier, when you when you have that thing removed removed for a little while that you can't enjoy, you know, as much as I'm grateful for it every step of the way. I mean, I really am, you know, when I look back at the opportunities I've had small rooms, big arenas, you know, Carnegie Hall stage, you know, Grand Ole Opry, you know, in Nashville. I mean, the places I've had the chance being on platform with Billy Graham, you know, in front of tens of thousands, you know, hundred thousand people, you know, getting to be a part of that amazing ministry, you know, being in, the Hard Rock Cafe in Beijing, China. I mean, just through the list of places I've had a chance to play music, it's all been a gift. I mean, I never imagined, you know, I'm still a kid from Paducah, Kentucky, who just, mm-hmm. you know, would love to get to, you know, play my guitar and sing sing for a room full of people. So, um, but again, to not suddenly not be able to do that, um, I think there's just been this renewed sense of, gosh, I really am grateful. I'm really humbled you know, that by this and, and thankful because once you, when you do anything over and over again, even if it's the most awesome thing that you never could have imagined, there's an element of, of that that is work and there's a weariness. And, you know, I'm not, I know I look still 35, but I'm not still 35. You know. <laughs> um, but, um, that's, that's where you guys nod and go, yeah, you do. But, you know, my body tells me uh, differently, you know, sometimes um, getting up for those 5 a.m. flights or, you know, you know, grabbing, dragging bags through airports or, you know, getting on the, you know, rolling around on the tour bus, kind of like we did last night, a rather bumpy ride. Um, And again, am I going to complain about that? No, I'm grateful. But, you know, to be able to kind of say, I really am sort of renewed in that sense. And I think what's been special too in the concerts is just to see in the eyes of people, the message that I get blessed, I'm blessed to get to share and sing in my concerts is a message of remembering so many people now because of 35 years, songs that have been a part of people's, you know, wedding, you know, we had your song Mm -hmm. sung at our wedding 20 years ago, 25 years ago. You know, I was in 
youth group, you know, going to summer camp and God really worked in my life. And the theme song was the great adventure or dive, or, you know, you hear all those stories. So when I do my concerts, I get to see people remembering and I see tears, I see smiles and, and we get to remember together. But then what's really awesome about the music I get to make is when I just remember where we've been, but remember where we're going, there's this hope and this reality of, Hey, right now, even though the world is in such a crazy place, God is faithful and good. He's been faithful. Let's remember that. And then we can remember it for where, what tomorrow is going to be is as unknown as it is. And so that's just an amazing thing to get to do that night after night with, with people. I know uh, storytelling is a big part of this tour, kind of a more intimate feel to it. Are there any, like, for those of us in Canada that don't get to get to one of the shows, a, a favorite story that sticks out in your mind you wouldn't mind sharing with us or anything like that right now? So many, uh, yeah, you know, so many stories that, that people will share of how their music, you know, how the music has encouraged them and blessed them. And um, I think, you know, recently I was, I was telling someone, in fact, I'm writing some new music and for the first time in several years, I'm getting ready to release a new album. Um, I did a, a two or three years, about three years ago, I released an album that was a bluegrass album. It's a record of bluegrass music because I grew up with that music in Kentucky. It's the first memories I have were playing, hearing my dad play music, folk and bluegrass music, banjos, fiddles, upright bass, dobro, those kind of instruments are just sort of the sound of my childhood. So uh, I loved making that record, but it was kind of a departure, obviously, for me. And it was me singing old hymns and old bluegrass songs, things like that, and a few of my own. Um, but so for the first time in about nine years, I'm going to release a new album this year, which nice. I'm very excited about and writing new songs that come from kind of these last, you know, several years of my journey in life of just the things I've been thinking and experiencing. Um, and a lot of times, you know, people, I, I can feel like, you know, with that, you know, do people even really want to hear new songs from an artist that has been a part of their life for so many years? Just just sing me the, the, the hits, you know, just give, you know, yeah, I want to yeah. hear The Great Adventure. I want to hear, you got a long list of those. But what I found is, you know, that because my music and, and concerts, it's a conversation with people about, you know, where, where we are now and we're, we're always moving and, you know, always the world's changing, life is changing. Um, you know, our perspective of our faith, what we have to wrestle with, you know, the realities of the world that we have and know now so different technologies change so much. Right. So just being in that process, I remember a few, it was, it was recently a lady came to me and she said, you know, I, love Christian music and it's been a part of my life for so long and just one of the ways I deeply connected with God and then she said I lost uh, I lost a, a child I lost a daughter she said the grief of that the weight of that um the the anger at God that just the, the the sadness I just didn't I couldn't even listen to music I couldn't listen to the music that I loved that was like my connection to God because everyone I listened to I felt like yeah, you can say that, but you can't, you don't know my pain. You don't know what, what it's, what it's like, you know, you're singing whatever song of encouragement from your place. And, and I know that I get that because I've had those same 
those same thoughts. And I really think all of us have in our own way. There's There are moments when we think, you're telling me, hey, God is good, but you haven't experienced the, the kind of loss or the kind of questions and struggles that I'm experiencing. So can I really believe that, trust that? Um, and she said, but, you know, when you have been public and, and honest about sharing your story of your loss of your youngest daughter and watching you wrestle through that, walk through that um, in your music and hearing that in your music, she was just saying thank you for being vulnerable and being honest to do that because that was in a way your songs were able to connect back to my heart and give me something that I could hold on to again and take that you know it was like the conduit that helped me reconnect with God again to say well if this guy can sing this and and believe it then I can believe it and I can hold on to it and she said now I'm able and now I'm able to listen you know, back to the music I love. Just thank mm. you for that. So, you know, that's just one of so many stories that just has been such a humbling encouragement to just keep trying to steward, you know, where it is that we are right now, where I am in my journey right now um, with this music and keep encouraging people. Um, yeah, it's just been uh, what, a, what a gift to get to do that. You've always been very open about uh, experiencing the loss of your youngest daughter. Was that like a conscious decision that you had made? Like, I want to help others who are struggling. I'm going to share. Or you just knew you had to be open and honest or. Yeah. yeah. It was really, it was a decision that we made particularly as a family because, you know, that was such a whole, our whole family was, was deeply affected and impacted. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the wisdom and my wife particularly, because I remember the conversations we had, she said, you know, we, yes, we're a public family. And, and our immediate thought is, you know, we, but there's already cameras, you know, aimed at us and questions mm-hmm. coming, you know, uh, with this, just because of the nature, do we shut the door, go, go in private and grieve this privately, or is this, something that God is calling, inviting. He's going to have to equip us with this um, and we're going to have to do it honestly. And, um, but can we do that and honor all the family members and all of the grief and all the loss and all the ways that they've been impacted and affected. And so we sat as a family and gave them, our children really, um, the opportunity to say, what do you think? And the response from them, uh, all of them, uh, was really, we feel like this is uh, the way, part of the way we, we have to do this. Because if, if it isn't true now, it never was true, what we believed and what we've said. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we understand it. Doesn't mean we're going we're gonna to put a bow on it and say, hey, this is, yeah, man, this is all, you know, we're, we're, we're good. We're going to be honest about it, but it felt like like a, something God had entrusted to us as, as a story uh, to our children and to our family. And to say, you know what, we we need to proclaim it because we're going to have to do that. It's going to be a, a process of believing it just moment by moment ourselves. So as we say it and speak it, we're going to and, and a lot of it was almost kind of a just a, a war against the enemy that was really we felt like trying to destroy our family and 
hasn't quit trying to destroy our family and all, any of us know that battle if we're, if yeah. we're aware and, and honest, but it was part of the, the most, I think uh, the best warfare we could do was to say, we're, we feel like we're going to keep declaring what we believe is true. That the story's not over again, like not over yet. We're going to see our sister, our daughter again. Um, that's the hope that we have. Um, and so when Larry King live called and said, you know, would you come share your story? You know, we said, yeah, we're going to go talk about the hope that we have. And, and that's, what's going to keep us alive. That's what's going to keep our hearts alive and keep us breathing and believing and moving forward. So um, it was, yeah, very much a, a, a conscious decision to do that, you know, to, to just keep our own hearts beating. Tell us a little bit about how the family is doing now. Your your daughters, the rest of the kids. How's everyone doing? They're great. We have six grandbabies now. God has given wow. us many many new stories to celebrate. Um, and and our three oldest kids have all gotten married in the last fourteen years, um, which it was fourteen years ago this coming May when uh, when Maria went to be with Jesus. So uh, our our oldest have gotten married. Um, so, and, and given us the amazing gift of six grandbabies between all of them. So there's a lot of life and, and a lot mm-hmm. of excitement, uh, with that. Our youngest daughters, Shoei and Stevie Joy, our, our daughters who, uh, were born in China and we adopted, um, are now in college. One, Shoei's a, a graduate student. Stevie Joy is a, uh, a co-ed cheerleader at University of Alabama. So we're having a lot of fun with that. She's, mm-hmm. you know, going, running out on the football field at these, uh, massive, you know, football games and getting to be a cheerleader and see her dream realized in that. So um, they're doing they're doing well. My sons are incredible musicians. They have a, a rock yeah. band called Colony House, and uh, they yeah, are. We got to close. see them here a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, very cool. Yeah. yeah, they're they're amazing musicians, and they're they're in the studio right now making some new music. In fact, they went in the studio with me, helped me produce my new album. Uh, and so I'm super proud of that, excited about that. So um, family is doing well. Uh, we could talk to you forever, but we know you have a really busy day and you're in the <laughs> middle of this tour. So we'll let you go right away. But maybe for our uh, friends down in the States that are listening or uh, those of us that live close to the border and can maybe slip across, tell us how we can find out more about the tour and uh, get tickets for that and, and see what you're yeah. up to these days. Yes. Well, I would just, say, please come see me if you can. Um, this tour is really special. Like I said, just a, a lot of music, a lot. I've crammed as much music as I can from 35 years into a night, little bits and pieces of, you know, a bunch of songs because I'm trying to, you know, do, do as much as, as, as that as I can. I've got a couple of world-class musicians traveling with me. So it's kind of a scale down. It's a trio, but these guys are all multi-instrumentalists and play. We've got about 10 instruments on stage. Uh, so everybody's switching around and we make a lot of noise and a lot of music for three guys. And I think people are really enjoying that part of it as well. Um, and so the best way to find out information, probably just go to my website, stephencurtischapman.com. And uh, you can get information about where I'm going to be. And if I get anywhere close to you, please, please come see me. I would love it. Thank I want to be there when that first chord of great adventure is played and everybody goes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you right so much on. for making time for us. Yeah, you we really welcome, appreciate guys. it. Thank y'all. Thanks for 
what you do. Thanks for the opportunity to talk to you. Have a great day. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.